From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today is Monday, February 14th, 2022, and this is a different format today because we're going to talk about the crypto Super Bowl ads. Let's get into those crypto prices first. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Bitcoin is sitting at $42,711, up a percent in 24. Ethereum, $2,950, up 2%. Teller's number three, Binance, 403, up 0.7%, and USDC is number five. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, Cardano, Solana, Terra Luna, and Avalanche. Total market cap, we're at $1.9 trillion, a BTC dominance of 42.5, and an F dominance of 18.5. And like I said, I want to get straight into this conversation with Scott Cipollina talking about the ads in the Super Bowl right after this ad. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Scott, how you doing? How was the Super Bowl last night? It was good, man. It was good. I'm a little bit worse for wear today because it's not, it's not kind to me time zone-wise because uh, I think it finished at half three in the morning for me. It's good. Enjoyed it. It was well worth staying up for. And for people who are not in the UK, half three is three thirty in the morning because you have. To, you, can you speak like speak like Americans, please, when you do the show? <laughs> do you guys not say like half? No. I mean, we'll, we'll say we'll say half past, but not half something like half oh, really? three, okay. half two. No, we'll, we'll have half past. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, well there you go. Well, you learned something today. This is what this is what the show is about, Scott. It's about learning. Yeah, yeah, we can we can call it now. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we're, we're talking today about the Super Bowl. We're talking about the halftime show. We're talking about, obviously, the crypto ads. This is going to be a follow-up from our YouTube live that we did. So if anybody's listening, they can go to, the, to Decrypt's YouTube, see our conversation about what we thought was going to happen during the Super Bowl in the, um, in the crypto ads. And now we're going to discuss what we saw, what we liked, what we didn't like, and, and so on and so forth. And uh, first, you were just mentioning offline, though, just about the game in, in general, that you didn't feel like it was a real Super Bowl for some reason. It just didn't It just didn't feel to me like the occasion of previous Super Bowls. And I think it's just because, uh, you know, I'm going to make a lot of enemies in LA and Cincinnati with what I'm about to say, but it just felt a bit odd watching the rat i mean they obviously the you know both very well deserving of being there and, and and winning the trophy but like it just seemed a bit weird seeing the rams and the bengals in the super bowl instead of you know seeing i've grown up watching the patriots in the super bowl every other year it feels like and obviously tampa was there last year and the chiefs and all the other you know mainstay sort of like powerhouses in the nfl that we've got at the moment and this was a bit you know it was that out of left field it was a bit of a crazy season i mean the bengals won four games last year I think it was two games the year before. I might be wrong there, but, you know, they've taken everybody by surprise and they did really well to get to it. It was a great game. Don't get me wrong. Like I was entertained. It was a good game, but it just felt odd. But then at the same time, it was, it's, it's cool to see a team win, you know, a Lombardi trophy in their home stadium. I know that you didn't want the Rams to win, but that was good viewing as well. I think at least for the neutral, you know, the, so, yeah, you know, all, all was a good thing. 
you know how sad that statement is for me, you know, to see a, an Ohio team go to the Super Bowl and then somebody from across the pond over there comes and says, I didn't even think that was real because of two two crappy teams. I'm used to having better teams. Well, in the Super Bowl. Not, you know, they are literally the best teams this year, my friend. I know. I, I know. I don't. I'm not saying that they're not. It just it came a little bit out of left field. Like, I mean, the NFL is different for like folks in the UK. The teams that usually win, like, say, the Premier League in England or something are like. They're always there or thereabouts every year. It's it, the NFL, and to its credit, this is a good thing, but I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Like the NFL has this knack of producing, um, you know, season runs from teams that are coming completely out of left field. And I think the Bengals were one of those examples. Um, so, you know, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It was just, it was, it was just a bit surreal. I was watching the game, thinking, how are the Cincinnati Bengals in the in the Super Bowl right now? You know what I mean? Um, so, <laughs> just that. So I'm not trying well, to take was, a shot at you. Like, I mean, all right, well, first, it was a great game. I mean, it, it actually, some, actually, somebody tweeted at me um, last night and said, oh, you should be doing a show about the game because it's so good, not the commercials, yeah. because it was an excellent game. And when you're talking really about was. edge of your seat, I, I almost almost feel like when you have these kind of games, and we've had a lot of these games through the season, and this, mm. is an, this is a crypto show, guys, not a sports show, but we'll, so we'll get to crypto in a minute. But like, almost like it's almost manufactured. Like, did they manufacture this game to be so damn good? And remember, when Cincinnati yeah. played uh, two weeks ago, it was a game that was just so damn good. Fantastic like, game, yep, yep. Hats off to both teams. Uh, the one that I wanted to win didn't win, uh, yeah. but it, I, I can't. You can't take anything away from them and the, the 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 heart they put in that game. It was just um, it was just an amazing game. So yeah. they shouldn't right. walk off that field proud of what they accomplished. Yeah, and it was it was amazing as well. Just to put a bow on it, like seeing the last uh, you know the last moments of war. Like once the celebration sort of kicked off, you see Aaron Donald and Stafford and Cooper Cup. Like just you know this outpouring of emotion. You realize how much it means to these players um so yeah no i mean it was a great occasion the whole day was was great i know we'll probably get onto the halftime show and obviously all the ads as well and um, it just added to the to the fanfare so to speak it was a great it was great viewing yeah all right so we have a lot of uh crypto mentions or crypto ads in the super bowl this is the, seriously the bitcoin bowl uh we had budweiser coinbase meta TurboTax, ftx crypto.com and etoro we're going to go through all of them really quick scott where do you want to start um, I guess we could, you know, we could probably start with, I mean, I don't want to sing out any particular companies here, but I think that crypto.com and FTX were probably, I could say the most anticipated ads from the crypto community. I think that, you know, people in this space were looking forward particularly to what FTX was going to do, what crypto.com was going to do. So maybe that's a good place to start. I agree. Cool. Uh, well, <laughs> what did you think? I'll ask you, what did you think about those two ads? Okay. So first of all, I actually, I was going to make FTX the last one because it was my favorite. Oh, we can do uh, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But no, 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 no. We're, we're, we're having this conversation right now and we're going to go in order. So um, here's what I thought. So real quick to preface, start with crypto.com. Crypto.com had uh, LeBron James. And as you know, LeBron James is in crypto.com teamed up to make a university or a vocational school in Akron, Ohio uh, for emerging tech, Web3, crypto, uh, blockchain. And basically they're going to teach people about these new technologies and tried to, uh, you know, get people into, uh, I guess, the future, right? And so they already had a relationship. I wasn't expecting LeBron James in the crypto.com ad, even though it should have been just like obvious to me, but it wasn't. And so when I saw Le LeBron James in the in the ad first, I was I was pretty surprised. But I think that they did it well, because here's, and they're still going with this fortune, favors the brave thing. 
But what they had was they had old LeBron talking to young LeBron. And Le- young LeBron was this, I don't know, this computer CGI. He looked a little funny, whatever. But I thought the sentiment was there. He's talking to himself as like a high schooler, because as we all know, LeBron was killing it in high school. He went straight to the league. Um, like he was unstoppable even as a teenager. And, you know, they showed like this insecurity, like of this teenager not knowing what's going to happen in the future. And the, the older LeBron saying, like, I can't tell you everything, but just trust yourself and, you know, just just do you do you for the most part. And I thought that like that it hit me on two levels. One, the tech crypto, you know, like this whole doubt that and this is actually can can, can just show uh, FTX is too, because it's showing this these people in the crypto space, us, everybody who's working here in one way or form, uh, getting a lot of pushback from the outside because this is new. This is scary. Something's different. And then they juxtapose that with LeBron in his early life, in his in his older life. And I thought that was a beautiful juxtaposition. And I thought it was really well done. What do you think? Yeah, actually, I I quite enjoyed this ad. Um, just from a personal like level, I, I thought it was good. Um, and I think two things particularly that, that stood out were, you know, crypto.com stuck to its fortune favors the brave um, sort of, you know, tagline or phrase for want of a better word, even after, you know, a lot of the blowback that they got from the Matt Damon ad. Um, and I think that's, you know, to their credit, let's say, I think it's, you know, that they, they have a message that they wanted to communicate and they've, they've stuck to that. So I think you can say hats off to them on that regard. And I also think that this ad, if you were to compare it to the Matt Damon ad, which is sort of the way that I was looking at it, you know, what were they going to do now? Um, it had, I think, something that the Matt Damon ad didn't have, which was exactly what you've just described with LeBron James's journey from high school to the league. Um, and, you know, all the uncertainty that faces his younger life and what his decisions are going to be. And then obviously now, with the benefit of retrospect, we know that he made some pretty good decisions in that regard. Um, so I think that, you know, the tagline of fortune favors the brave sort of was a little bit more at home with this ad than what they've done previously, because there was actually a story that that was compelling and that sort of, you know, it, it, it complemented that tagline, uh, again, for want of a better word. So I, I quite liked it. I thought it was a pretty good ad. Okay, so uh, I just really quick, uh, Yahoo Sports, they wrote up a an article about all the ads and they rated them from a, grade A to grade F. Just FYI, yeah. uh, all the crypto ads got either Ds or F. They hated them. At Yahoo Sports hated yeah. everything crypto and it's not because of the ad, they just hated crypto. So I mm. think that that's a great juxtaposition there as well. They see that people are already hating you know, the, the industry, no matter what. And they, and they, they even wrote up when they're talking about, and I'm going to put this to the uh, FTX uh, ad right now. They're like, Oh, Larry David, this was a really cool ad that uh, FTX did. They had Larry David. And it was basically talking about, um, you know, all these new in- technologies or inventions that came out through history and somebody being a hater going eh, like the, the fork, I thought was hilarious. You know, it was like, I invented a fork. He's like, I have 10 forks right here. Ha! You know, and he's showing his fingers and his hands. And it's just like, I just really like that juxtaposition of what we're up against as an industry and how we're, how, like, if you look at it hindsight, it, it was obvious that this was going to be a, a, a technology. Like, so they showed the fork, they showed the wheel anyway, Yahoo hated it. And I think Yahoo writing that ad was a great, just illustrator. Um, I'm sorry. They, Yahoo writing that article was a great illustrator of what we're up against and that exactly what FTX was trying to show in their ad. First, really quick, did you like Crypto.com's ad? Uh, yeah, on balance, I thought it was a pretty good ad. I, think, I thought it was clever. It was well delivered. I liked it. Yeah. Did you like FTX's ad? No, I did not. Um, I'll tell you why. So I think uh, there, there were two reasons. One was that, you know, I, I don't know, and I guess I'm, you know, I can only speak for myself, but I, you know, my, 
from, from, from the people that I spoke to last night while we were watching these ads live, just a few of my friends were watching the Super Bowl as well. Um, there was, there was a bit of, there was a bit of sort of, um, uneasiness or confusion as to why FTX was almost likening it, likening not itself, but likening crypto to some of the most impactful innovations that the human race has ever seen. So the wheel, what else was there? The toilet. I mean, these, these are like foundational things of like society. Um, and I think there was a bit of audacity to, 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 to sort of label the crypto industry and put it in the same sort of division as some of these other innovations. So that's the first thing. And I think that's fine if you want to do that, of course. Um, but follow it up with something strong. And I think at the end of that um, interview, which was funny, it was it was entertaining. But then people were sort of left, I think, what, still wondering, well, what does FTX do? Um, what is FTX? And the only tagline at the end was, it's a safe and easy way to get into crypto. Okay, well, how and why? And what exactly does it do? Is it, an, is it an exchange? Is it a bank? Is it this? Is it the other? And I don't think there was any real explanation as to what FTX did and what its place was in this in this industry. So I think to go from those, you know, lofty comparisons of the wheel and the toilet and and the fork or whatever else it was, I mean, there was there was a ton of really impactful innovations that we've seen throughout history that get followed up by crypto. But then there wasn't. I felt like that that big, you know, bottom line at the end of the ad was missing. So I think they were a little bit off the mark, to be honest with that one. Well, I, I, it was actually my favorite ad. Um, I, yeah. I I thought it was great. I, my second place is actually what we're talking about now is Coinbase. I thought Coinbase's ad was great. Um, but I, I think you're being a hater there, Scott. But that's just me. I do, yeah, it's a personal taste thing here. I mean, I, obviously, these ads are all going to be quite successful. Quite successful. But, is it, but isn't that more. isn't that the point though? Like Scott, like you're saying, like oh, I they said the the fork and the wheel and all these great inventions. I'm okay. Let's say the wheel. Let's keep that out of there. That's like I think in a in a category <laughs> by itself. But I mean, I think I think I think we can compare the crypto to a fork. I mean, we don't know. <laughs> and, th- and see, that's the thing. It's hindsight. That was the whole point. It was like hindsight. We should have saw this coming. Right. And just like the and internet, that's, and and that's a powerful is- sentiment. And I, I, I'm not trying to knock that per se. I just think if you're going to shoot for you know something so high, I think you then need to end the ad with something a little bit more powerful than what is FTX. It's a safe way to get into crypto. I don't think that that lived up to the standards that were set for the ad itself. You know what I'm saying? I just think, you know, we're saying that the crypto industry is this innovation on par with everything else we saw in the ad. And then people were still, I think, left a couple of my friends asked me that very question. You know, what is FTX? I don't follow what, what what's just happened. I don't know what I've seen. And it's because I don't think FTX really played its hand clearly enough and well enough. You know, what does it do? What's the reason for this company? And those questions, I think, were still sort of left unanswered at the end of the question. At the end of the ad, that's why I thought it was a bit off the mark. Well, moving to Coinbase really quick. Coinbase's ad was basically just a QR code bouncing around the screen. It was changing colors, uh, pretty 8-bit. Uh, and I thought... I knew exactly what was happening. First of all, I, I, it's funny. I've been reading comments on uh, Coinbase uh, in that ad. Is like there's a bunch of people that Gen Xers, you know, my age, forty or years old or so, that didn't get it. Their kids popped up and started scanning the code, and they're like, "Oh, I didn't know you can do that." And I just thought it was like, "Yeah, there, there's the divide that we're seeing right there." Um, but I automatically knew what it was. I popped up. I scanned the code. Uh, everybody in the house uh, saw me and I was like, they're going to give away Bitcoin. Oh, by the way, going back to FTX, FTX, because it was uh, the ad was played, the commercial was played at 7.54 uh, p.m. Eastern time. They're going to give away 7.54 Bitcoin. I don't know when they're going to do that, actually. I think it's yeah, I think it's tomorrow um, or the 15th, but I think that's when they're going to give away the, that Bitcoin. Anyway, but uh, Coinbase, if you scan it, they'll give you either $15 of Bitcoin 
or you can you can enter into trying to win yeah. a share of three million dollars in Bitcoin. So they're going to give away uh, three million dollars in Bitcoin to three people. So a million dollars a piece in Bitcoin. I thought it was a great ad. I thought it was. I, I don't know. I, I I liked it. What do you what do you think? Oh, but besides the problem that happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that, I think that's deserving of a mention. Absolutely. But um, yeah, uh, you know, the, the bottom line for that ad for me was I thought it was quite clever. Uh, it was a refreshing sort of breath of fresh air. It was it was it was new and innovative. Um, I think that yeah, I, actually, my own experience of the ad. Keep in mind, it was quite late in the evening for me, and I was quite tired. Um, but I I for a minute was like. What's actually going on with the channel here? I thought something had gone wrong. I thought that the NFL had lost its like stream for a minute or something. Um, but then when I realized what was happening and I saw the Coinbase, um, you know, the Coinbase, not the logo, but Coinbase came out at the end of the ad. I was like, oh, okay, I see what they've done. And it got me thinking, I was like, that's actually quite, quite clever. And I enjoyed it. Um, and obviously it on, on Twitter, Coinbase was saying, you know, share this around when you see when you see it. I thought they had a really um intelligent approach to what was going on. And a lot of a lot of advertising, especially for a new and um, sort of nascent industry, which the crypto industry I think still is. A lot of this is about not only brand exposure, but just um, user engagement or, or like you know public awareness of the industry in the first instance. And having people on Twitter say, "Who scanned that QR code? I didn't do it. Did you do it? What did it take you to? What did it mean?" All those questions I think elevated the Coinbase ad in the public consciousness a little bit more than the other ads that were. Different, but more of the same of what we've seen before in previous Super Bowls. This was different, entirely different. Um, so I, I quite liked it. Um, obviously, I think Coinbase, um, you know, they, they copped a little bit of, of of ridicule when the website went down. I think it was Edward Snowden, actually, who tweeted, uh, Coinbase has spent millions of dollars directing people to its website and didn't spend any money preventing the website from crashing once they did that. And that got really popular on Twitter. So I think people were laughing at that. But at the same time, you have to think, well, the website's crashed because the ads worked. A lot of people have been directed to the website because they found the ad compelling one way or another. I saw, so, I, I saw that tweet and, I, and, and the best comment to that was like, oh, so it's on brand then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, was so, like, I was like, yep, it's Coinbase, yeah. when, there's, when there's an influx of something, they and just to let you know, guys, if, if you've been using Coinbase for a while, they are prone to dropping when things you know get, get spicy. And when they need to be up and running, they tend to go down. It's been, they've been plagued with this. And I just, and I think everybody's just like, why don't you just invest in servers? You, you spent so much money on that, but you couldn't keep your website up. It was just, it, honestly, it's kind of, it's embarrassing, honestly. Yeah, I would say so. It's, it's, a, it's, it's more than a fair point to make, but at the same time, let's not forget the reason why that happened. And it was, I think, just purely down to the fact that the ad was popular and a lot of people scan that QR code but, and a lot of people went to Coinbase's website as a result. Uh, but, so see, I, I that's knew, the, but, but that's the thing, Scott. We don't know how how uh, effective it was. Was it 10 people, 100 people, 1,000 or 100,000 or a million people that was scanning that code trying to get in there at the same time? Yeah, we yeah. don't know. The fact is they went down when they should have been up. Yes. And no, so no, everybody no, would sit no, there with their phone trying to refresh, try again, try again. That was me. I tried, I tried it again probably eight times before I got in there. I didn't take the $15 in Bitcoin. I, I, I want to win that million. I want that milli. If I do win it, I'll come out and see you, Scott, because, you know, <laughs> and we'll go out on the, go out on the town and then uh, London can bleed me dry because uh, London is bloody expensive. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Get a couple of drinks for that million. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Like three drinks uh, over, over yeah, on the yeah. town over there. But uh, so I, 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 I like the ad. There was some other ads going on here. Um, let's see here. 
obviously we saw saw Budweiser and they, it wasn't a crypto ad, but they did put the nouns uh, NFT glasses in their ad. We saw that. We spoke about that a couple of times. Let's just gloss right over that really quick. I did see a couple ads that were kind of like not about crypto, but had crypto mentioned in it. And this, let's just go through this really quick. Uh, there was TurboTax. Yeah. There was uh, eToro. And um, that's basically it. Yeah, TurboTax in eToro. Uh, they were basically TurboTax was saying uh, help with your taxes, and they actually they had like a crypto bro or something in his house. In yeah, what if I'm uh, investing in crypto in my basement? Oh yeah, 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 right, right, right. In in Iowa, in Gravity, Iowa, and they're like, well, we can help you or whatever. And then eToro was like, oh, you could buy stocks and crypto, and yeah. it's they're talking about social uh, trading on eToro. I thought those were fine. They weren't good. Yeah, um, I, I don't think there was any anything particularly groundbreaking coming out of those groundbreaking coming out of those ads. I think that you know the the biggest takeaway would be you've got some let's say non-native crypto companies mentioning crypto in the short space of time that they've got for a Super Bowl ad, which is worth a lot of money, uh, and that is I think you know perhaps an indication of this industry growing and this industry commanding a little bit more mainstream attention than it has done previously. So I think that that that's good evidence of that. Um, but other than that, yeah, I mean, these are just very quick mentions of crypto in, in ads that are not otherwise about crypto. Um, but nevertheless, I thought they were, you know, interesting to see. Uh, and they were, you know, good acts to sort of follow up from, you know, the, the main or slash, the, you know, the big crypto companies forking out big bucks for their own ads as well. Yeah. I do want to give a mention to Meta, uh, formerly Facebook. Uh, they actually did a Quest commercial, and I thought the commercial was excellent, honestly. Yeah. It might have been, it was, it really, it really touched me a little bit, you know, because uh, just to tell everybody what it was is if you've ever been to Chuck E. Cheese or, and you saw that they, they had like the, the, I guess the, an, an, what do they call them? Animatronic? An, 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 what are those? Animatronic? animatronic? Is it animatronic? It might be. Maybe I've murdered that entirely, but I think so. I, I might. I might have too. But anyway, you have the stuff yeah. like robot animals playing music and stuff like that. Anyway, they got they got split up, and through Oculus or VR or or the Metaverse, they mm. got back together and they got to play in their in their band together again. They got they got to hang with their friends, and I thought it was just well done. And uh, but the reason why I'm mentioning it because you know obviously they're going into the Metaverse, which is Web three, which will probably have a lot of NFT or some kind of uh, digital asset utilization within their ecosystem and I, I just i just like the commercial what do you think about it uh yeah well i think one of the the main sort of points of praise for this ad was just that it, it told a story that so many people can relate to over the last few years where you're doing something that you love with people that are you're close to or whatever and then it's taken away from you and the technology that's being advertised on you know in, in the commercial is, it, itself is a way for people to sort of reconnect with their loved ones and reconnect with the things that they like doing with those people. So I think that that's, you know, fundamentally one of the biggest reasons why I think that might have been quite popular. And again, yeah, I thought it was well done. I thought, the, you know, the animations were, were good. It was all around an entertaining ad. There's a lot of hate, too, coming from all of these ads. Like I said, you know, Yahoo Sports, they just wrote their best ads or commercials from the Super Bowl, and they put a D and an F rating on all of the crypto ads. Uh, this was an interesting tweet that I think that I really want to acknowledge really quick. Don't know who this person is, uh, but Juliet Kamen, Kaiman Kamen, Juliet Kamen, she tweeted, raise your hand if a QR code flashed around your TV for a minute or so, and the idea to scan it not once crossed your mind as you wondered what a waste of money for this company. And she put a little raise your hand emoji there, mm. which obviously, uh, what I just mentioned earlier, there was a bunch of 40, 50-year-olds sitting around on the couch not knowing what to do, but their kids probably jumped up. And the replies to this, the tweets or the comments to this tweet were like, 
That just means the ad wasn't aimed at you. And that was a good point. Crypto people knew exactly what it was about. Here's the thing. While you're making fun of their Super Bowl commercials, they're becoming extremely dangerous. And here's another comment to that tweet. Not being interested does not mean you're not knowing what it's about. And yes, they're becoming increasingly dangerous. Mm -hmm. I think that is very interesting and very telling that people are thinking that the crypto industry is dangerous. And that mm -hmm. is uh, not only a narrative, but a sentiment that is kind of growing. And we yeah. are seeing that there is, and I don't want to, I don't want to go political here, but uh, we see that there is definitely different demographics of ideologies that are becoming more entrenched and more, I guess, uh, moved to more an extreme viewpoint on the industry. And I think that that is very telling. It, it, dangerous is a very, very big word. Don't you think? Uh, I do, but I also think it's quite accurate. I think that there's a lot of... Whoa, 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 whoa. We're going to have to unpack this. Accurate. Well, I think that there... I mean, I'm not, I am not. I don't want to make a sweeping statement here, but I think there is a danger to enticing people to invest in cryptocurrencies without them having the appropriate you know, education and consumer protections in place to make sure that they're safe. That's a, That's been a growing... That's not new. That's been an, an issue for the crypto industry and not just the crypto industry, but an issue for the crypto industry nevertheless for a long time. And if you look at how... Um, other crypto related ads around the world have been cracked down on, um, you know, the Super Bowl notwithstanding. Again, this has been something that's been going on for a very long time. Crypto.com has had ads that have that have raised the ire of like advertising regulators before. Here in the UK, there's been a big controversy over soccer clubs with their fan tokens enticing people to, to buy into a cryptocurrency that's essentially a native token for those clubs and those franchises. And regulators saying, you know, this is actually a big risk and there's no... There's no clear commentary as to what those risks are, and there aren't consumer protections in place for the folks that that you know sort of jump on the bandwagon. Let's say, so I would I, I'd say that's a very it's more than fair enough to say that it's dangerous. That's not to say that these ads shouldn't be going out. Um, you know, I, I would certainly wouldn't go that far, but I think it's a fair comment. I think that you know that there is a lot of risk to people's finances and 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 their their understanding of of you know what they're being exposed to. And it's incumbent on these industries and not on these industries, I beg your pardon, on these companies to make sure that they're actually communicating those things very clearly. I actually remember the FTX ad at the end uh, just saying, don't miss out. Um, and that struck me as the kind of thing that may, um, you know, generate a little bit of criticism from folks saying, you know, why are you pushing people to do this almost, you know, in a, in a rush almost? Is, if, if that's like a fair thing to say, don't miss out. It implies that there's a finite period of time where you have to jump on board this industry. If you don't do it now, you'll miss out. Um, you know, I think that those are the kinds of things that people are talking about when they say that the industry is dangerous for consumers. You know, it's interesting that they're focusing on, um, and tell me if, the, if I'm off base with this, but they're, we're focusing on crypto because this is the, now the, the devil, the demon, the, the, the industry that we're going to, that is having a negative impact. But we also saw a, an ad for DraftKings, uh, a gambling site, that, that was literally at the beginning of the Super Bowl saying, let's bet on the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and, and nobody is really pushing back. I don't, at least not in my uh, Twitter feeds. Nobody's saying like, oh, I can't believe they're allowing people to and so blatantly saying gamble on this game where half of you are going to lose your money. 
or more yeah. than half, right? So I think that is not is quite not genuine. And but and also I wanted to say like all of these ads were to gear you to have a sense of urgency urgency to buy this product. And mm-hmm. if it's a depreciating asset like an EV, which we saw a lot of EV ads during the Super Bowl, we saw you know the Silverado, the EV Silverado was there multiple times. We saw the new BMW with um, Thor and Athena and and Arnold Schwarzenegger, which also is an expensive vehicle a sense yeah. of urgency and a depreciating asset, you know? So I, I just feel that it's kind of, we, they're looking to find the enemy in crypto. And I think that they have found a way to do that while glossing over everything else we saw during the Super Bowl. I think the only point that I, that I'd raise in, in sort of in opposition to that would be that the crypto industry is still so new and nobody can argue that cryptocurrencies are not immensely volatile, that in some countries, like I'll talk about the UK because it's what I'm most familiar with. Um, there aren't really robust regulations concerning consumer protection and where people can go if they've been mistreated or, or they've been misled by financial advice that shouldn't have been given or by an advertisement that they've seen that they that, that, that shouldn't have been delivered in a particular way. Um, so that, I think, is why the crypto industry is coming under that scrutiny, because it's it's occupying that that very um, thin line, so to speak. But again, this is not something that is new to the crypto industry. It's not something that is inherent to the to, to the nature of the crypto industry. Misleading advertisement, I'm not calling any of these adverts for the sake of clarity misleading, but the existence of misleading advertisements that have been selling financial products that maybe shouldn't be targeted to certain people, that's not new. And that hasn't just started now with the crypto industry. That's, that's you know, predated crypto well before, but that doesn't mean that the same risks aren't inherent and aren't present in the crypto industry today too. I think I want to touch on before we wrap it up is the is, is the halftime show and the halftime show first was yeah. fire in, in the house. We had about 20 people in um, my girlfriend's uh, family's house. So we had in families and friends there. And yeah. th- there's obviously a generational gap. There is uh, my girlfriend's sister's kids there and they were ranging the age of five to you know, a teenager, 14, 15 years old. And then there is us that are like in our late thirties or early forties. And yeah. so we were stoked on the halftime show. The kids uh, didn't give a, didn't care about the halftime show. It's like, it's like, it's Dre. They're like, Dre, you know. But yeah. I think the sad moment of uh, the the halftime show for the crypto space was there were there were no bored apes, and everybody was so sad. There's like, where's the there were apes? None. There were none. But to be honest, I just think that the the show was so good that um, it was. I mean, I think it was one of the best halftime. It's certainly one of the best halftime shows I've ever seen. I've been watching this football for about seven or eight years now. It's by far the best one I've seen, actually. Um, and, you know, it's it's funny when you mention this divide of, like, generations. Um, you know, I'm 29. A lot of my friends are pretty much the same age as me. And we were saying, you know, this is just, like, the nostalgia about this is just amazing. And what we loved, what I loved, was that nobody was doing any of their new stuff. It was all just, you know, Eminem did Lose Yourself. Um, 50 Cent did in the club. And 50 Cent wasn't even, you know, announced pre-show. Like, that was the surprise. Right. So, I mean, the, the nostalgia was like, you know, off the charts and I loved it. I thought it was a fantastic halftime show. I sometimes try and sneak a little nap. Again, I'm in London. This is in the early hours of the morning for me. I try and sneak in a power nap before the second half. Usually this time I didn't and I didn't regret it. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was great too. And you're, you're right about that. They did have some newer newer um, uh, people in the in the halftime show, though. They had Anderson Pack on the drums when uh, Eminem yep. came out. And they also had um, Kendrick Lamar and they they just all they just all killed it. But we didn't see any bored apes, no mention of crypto, uh, not, none of that, which, you know, everybody was I saw the tweets right after the halftime show. Everybody was like, oh, where's the bored apes? And 
Like, come on, y'all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> overall, overall rate. I'm going to just put all everything in a basket. If uh, rate the crypto ads, what do you think they accomplished? And do you think that we're going to see more of this going forward? And if we do, do we think it's going to change? Just give me an overview of the whole feel or the vibe of this experience. Well, I think that they undoubtedly achieved what they set out to do, which was the very straight, not straightforward, and it's, you know, it's not straightforward to do necessarily, but the, the goal is simple to understand, which is just bring more eyes to the crypto industry and have people talk about these big companies at a level that they haven't been doing before. And that's, I think it's self-evident that they did that. If you just looked at social media for five minutes during the Super Bowl, people were talking about that all the time. Uh, as to whether or not we're going to see more of this, I think so. I think the trend is going up. The, cri the crypto industry is generally commanding more mainstream attention now than it ever has done. And I don't think, you know, rightly or wrongly, I don't think that's going, that's, that's a trend that's going to reverse anytime soon. Um, so, you know, I, I give it a, you know, don't know, put, put a number out of 10 on it, but a, a, like a really solid performance. I think that collectively these companies did what they set out to do. And I think a lot more people know about crypto or at least are, you know, pivoting their attention to the industry more so than they did before the game kicked off yesterday. I, I want I, I have to say, I agree. I mean, if the goal was to get chatter, they got chatter. If the goal yeah. was to get eyes, they got eyes. If the goal was to have people talking at least for the couple hours during the Super Bowl or uh, while these uh, ads were playing, then they did it. I don't know if they have a staying power. I don't think we're going to see these ads or, uh, be brought up or it's not going to be like the uh, Budweiser frogs where people are running around, you know, that's going to be part of like the cultural lexicon going forward, but yeah. it definitely started some chatter in the crypto space. I don't know if we're going to see more of this going forward in this form, because I think that you're right. Regulations are going to come out. Uh, we are going to see the industry kind of get a little bit more controlled of what can and what cannot be uh, out there. It wouldn't surprise me if crypto ads are, are banned from uh, the Super Bowl or, or TV in the future um, mm -hmm. in some, in this form, maybe. Uh, maybe just not saying just FTX or whatever, but you know, in in, in this kind of form, uh, that wouldn't surprise me. I give, do give it a high marks of a, of achieving its goals. Uh, so I think overall it was a win. Uh, the only thing I would say is that the crypto industry should read the comments. I think that uh, Sam Sam and um, mm. Brian Armstrong and uh, you know uh, Chris over at Crypto.com they should be very much digging into the comments and understanding the overall sentiment that's being said there. Not mm -hmm. just about when it comes to saying, like I just read that comment, dangerous and trying to figure out how to communicate or how to work with either regulators or how to work with their own brand. So that stops. And I think that is their next goal is to figure out, really dig into those comments and figure out how to relate better with the people that are scared. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would be shocked if they're not thinking about that already, to be honest. I think that's definitely the next goal as well. All right, Scott, thank you. Thank you very much for coming on and talking about this. Uh, I know that you're super tired and everybody in America <laughs> loves to hear about a Brit talk about football. So well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. I'll be back tomorrow. Same Matt time, same Matt channel. In the meantime, please make sure you go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, leave us a comment and a rating. Five stars, please. And if you're on Spotify, same thing. Smash the five stars so everybody knows that this is the best damn crypto news show in the business. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.